Welcome back to something like that with never hello. How you doing? How you feeling? It's another episode. Hope you guys are staying safe. It's uh, what 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 month is it? August. That's right. I'm losing track of time. So much of interesting has uh, interesting things have been going on, and uh, well, actually, nothing has been going on. It's been dead, man. Everybody's staying at home during this MCO. Oh man, it is such a super boring year so far. But I am pretty sure that uh, things are pretty interesting on your side. Well, anyway, on today's show, uh, well, one of our guests has been on the show, uh, I think, twice before this, and he's been churning out loads of great music uh, for the past, I don't know, a couple of months, almost every month, there's a brand new single coming out, and this time, he has collaborated with this awesome duo, I would rather uh, would call them Electric Pop Duo, that's how we like to name it, or maybe we we'll double check on that, they were actually formerly from a five-piece alternative grunge band, but uh, right now, they have evolved for the past couple of years and i uh, got to find out about that too why how did that happen they're out with a brand new track and it's an awesome track it's an amazing track it kind of gives you the uh, how do i put this uh, a feel-good vibe and there's a long story behind it there's an awesome story behind the songs and i've also noticed the previous singles uh, or rather the tracks that they have they have released unlike most songs each song has a, a separate unique meaning behind it which we're going to find out in a bit from now so let's bring them in first up let's say uh, let's have Kara Zay, i have rakesh and also neural g from monorev what's up guys hey man how are you good good see you know I, you know i always like this whole thing when i do the introduction and bring them in we tend to pretend like this is the first time you're chatting but before we just hit the on button yeah oh wait face to face yeah but the conversation was going on for the past 20 minutes or so <laughs> before we went live right <laughs> so how you guys been man how is it going so far come again this is what you say every session right yeah exactly that's what the same bullshit every time man <laughs> it's like how are you how you been what have you been doing up to you know it's like i still i never chat with you a couple of minutes before this it happens i think that happens in every single uh, radio, any of the shows, that, that's how it goes. There's, right? a rhythm, like to... there's a rhythm in how it starts, right? It's like they ran out of ideas on how to start a show. <laughs> it's, it's not just a show, right? Anyone, anyone, like, hey, bro, hey, hey, how are you? Hey. How are you? Like, oh, okay. I, I don't really want to know how are you, but I got to ask how are you. you know? It's like, just a formality sake, like, huh? <laughs> Go on. But you guys have been, uh, speaking of how I use, you guys have been really busy, right? Chatting out music and stuff. I mean, not Ursula. You should ask Karazi. That guy's yeah, Karazi. Karazi's been, Karazi, Karazi been coming out with back-to-back -back music. You still have the time because the last time I had a chat with you, you were busy with SPM, and then there was Christmas in between, and then all of a sudden now you tell me you're in college and you have the time to make music back-to-back. -back. Like, how do you do that, man? I don't know, bro. Like whatever this time, that's like one hour break. I'll be rushing to go to the speakers and put out the music and stuff. And then next second, I'm back in maths class, then in biology, then back to music, then back to physics, then back to the homework, the assignments, then back to music. And it's an endless loop or cycle that is tiring, but it's worth it, I guess. It's fine. So you see, when I go back to uh, make music, put the headphones on, make music, you make it sound like a job. Is that is that how <laughs> it is for you? It's kind of, uh, although I don't call myself a professional, I treat it as a profession because some days you're not motivated, you know, and you will say like, I don't want to make anything. But during those days, I will tell if this is my job, I need to show up and I need to do something. So it's part of the 10,000 hours thing. That's how I sort of motivate myself to do something at least. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, how about you guys? Do you, do you guys do the same thing? I'm the complete opposite of Shane. <laughs> you know, you know one thing about Shane that that I was really taken aback is that, um, so like you know, uh, I have no idea how we started uh, conversating. I don't know where he got our number or something, but he was like, "Bro, I like your music. Let's collab." And you know, it's like a normal thing for a musician to tell that to another musician. So I'm just like, oh, "Yeah, sure, anytime." And that night itself, he sent a track to say, like, bro, this is the track that I want to collab with you. What do you think? Wow. It was, was it was crazy, dude. I was like, I was thinking, I was a bit like, whoa, this guy is too fast, man. Way too fast, man. Unlike, uh, because he hasn't been seasoned yet with the uh, other guys. 
I mean, if he's, if he's, if he hangs out a lot with the other guys, he'll get the bad, bad vibes or bad influences, and then we'll go on for like, hey, dude, let's collaborate in the track, and then you realize it only happens three years later. <laughs> that happens a lot with the old, old ones, like the old school. I wouldn't want to say old school, but the seasoned ones, like. But yes, anyway, but speaking of future guys, you're seeing the future yeah. here. So yeah, you know, all your, you know, calculus to back to my headphones to you know running errands from mom and back to music. And when you come <laughs> here, it'll right, we'll all be just hey man. Yeah, that's all right. Let's see how Let's see how <laughs> Okay. But anyway, speaking of like, what made you collab uh, with this particular track called "My Silence Is Fear," right? Or "My Fear Silence." Either way, silence. either way. Makes silence sense. is my yes, in my fear. Sorry, si is my fear. Pardon me. I mean, that's uh, that's not that, title of a song. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I it's, okay. Let me let me let me confess. This song was on loop. The moment Darren passed me this track, it was on loop in my my Spotify for a while because. Uh, okay, I don't want to like make it sound like I'm body king you flesh or whatever like that, but it, the vibe in this particular track is nice and also your other stuff. So it was going on loop or back to back and uh, I just really had to have this conversation about how did it work out. So Kersey, what made you decide that you want to collaborate with these guys? No, well, I mean like Darren usually manages a bunch of artists including me. So he mm -hmm. was like introducing me because I asked him like who else do you manage and stuff like so he was introducing me to one one by one like Okay, so that's this singer, this thing, and then came Monarif. They he told this is like the indie pop duo. You should check them out. They're cool and stuff. So, me being me, I decided, oh, let's go check out the Spotify. Woohoo! Why not? So I was listening to their music and stuff, and I really like their voice and the entire vibe they had and the energy the songs had and the emotion especially. So once that was done. I, I, Rakesh followed me on Instagram. So that was like oh, the open. Yeah. So that was like the <laughs> opening. So I was uh, like, yo, he followed me. Let's take the opportunity. Let's DM him before he unfollows me. So I texted him. <laughs> and I, I was like, hey. But then I texted him and then I was like, bro, uh, hey, so I, I want to work on a song with you guys. I really like your stuff and stuff like that. And then we were talking about it and he was like, sure, let's do it. What do you have in mind? And I was saying, I want to make something funky. I want to make something Daft Punk. And that's the complete opposite that I've made. But uh, yeah. <laughs> and after I said that to him, like I was so happy that I told him like he wanted to work with me and stuff like that. I, I was panicking because I didn't have a demo. So I that's the problem with me. Usually I ask collabs from people without a demo in hand. So I end up staying the entire day. Like I think so it was break during the time, like holidays or something. So I had the entire day. And I was working on the song. And then I sent Rakesh the first version, like the demo version of the song, which is pretty much the current version. And yeah, the rest is history. He wrote to the they wrote to the song and silence is silence my is fear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two, three. Can you hear me yeah. yet? No, yeah. Ah, yeah. give me a second. Okay, now uh, my question is this for our for Monoriff actually. I have to find this out because uh, I know I've read about it that how you guys decided what made you guys change and so on. But why did you all actually change? I mean, I'd rather find it out from the person itself, from from a grunge uh, alternative band coming up to a duo. This this is just a huge switch in music from rock to dance music or other to uh, beats, uh, EDM, whatever you want to call it right now. So what what made you change that uh, direction? Okay, you want to take that first, or you want me to take that first? Well, I said your name, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, to be honest, like, uh, if you realize that, like, uh, we uh, we were quite active during 2012. That's where we have this, like, this this part where we were going through alternative rock and we were performing around, uh, around I think, uh, safely say, Nanjung, like, because we went to Malacca, we went to Petrajaya. We perform in few places, uh, like even in Banda Utama. What's that? Uh, what's that bar called? I kind of forget what's the name of the bar. Did you what's the name of the bar that we perform for that? For that laundry. Uh, laundry, yeah. Laundry, okay. So, laundry was famous yes. for that. That's where we met exactly. Darren too. Okay, yeah. okay. Then um, something happened is that where we decided to like, you know what? We we do not have like. Um, we need to start recording because like there's no point of us performing everywhere so like 
we came up with the idea of like uh, building up a studio from scratch. So we built up a studio, but the studio took about two, three years, Anjay? Two, three years, right? No, but, but one and a half. One and a half year, uh, one and a half year. And along the way, uh, a lot of our bandmates, like they are going to different, uh, different journey in their life. So they, some of them have left the country, some of them have started working, and some of them has lost their interest in in music I mean, so, okay. So like, uh, what's left is me and neurology, and and then we were quite uh, ideal when it comes to, from 2014 to 2018. Actually, uh, we were going through a lot of process whereby we need to learn. We because we have no uh, funds, so we have to start learning about uh, mixing and mastering and producing our own tracks. So that. You, that take about five years to five, I think three or four years to do that. And um, and then to be honest, like we were, we almost quit on 2018 actually. Ooh. But something happened in my life that, that like uh, <clears throat> Niraji was, uh, he's not just like a bandmate, he's also like, was a huge part in my life, so he knows a lot of uh, a lot of things that had gone through in my life, and he was there throughout the entirety of all whatever that has going that that I've went through. So, in 2018 is where <clears throat> I lost my sister. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so, 2018 February is where I lost my sister. But before that, me and Raji was like, you know, dude, we are quite. Uh, we grew. We are getting old. I. Uh, I don't think so. This thing is going anywhere, and I think it's time for us to like to see, um, to see life as what it is. But after my sister passed away, it really changed a lot of our uh, perspective in life. So we're like, you know what? I can't say fuck right. Can yeah, I you can say whatever you want, man. <laughs> you can fuck you want. Yes, go ahead. No one's stopping you. Nobody's going to stop you at this particular show. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, NJ, fuck it, man. Seriously, like, let, let's do music. I don't care if we are like 40 years old, or we are 30 years old, or 20 years old, because eventually, sooner or later, we realize that if we take a five years break, eventually we have the itch to make music again. That's what happened. Uh, so we're like, you know what? Uh, there's no such thing as like reaching a certain goals in a certain certain time limit and so we were like uh, let's let's start doing music again let's let's release songs again and then we're like let's do it like, let's let's start performing and you know just like you said you know what i don't want to produce and uh i don't want to stay in the studio anymore i just want to go out there and let's like use our hands and and feet to perform uh, so that's why we did uh we start performing in uh open mic so we okay. did in like uh, we did in uh, uh swimming pool club and everything so we were in 2019 is where we quite aggressively perform outside there we perform in a few places and we started releasing songs in 2019 and and why because we have that gap we slow our our of our, our what do you call it like our desire the we are able to reinvent ourselves so because we we were not performing like indie or uh, alternative rock for five years straight. We were performing in 2012 and then we have this huge gap. So we are able to reinvent ourselves to fit in. Is that is that right? the right word, Nji, to fit in the current trend or something like that, Nji? Do you want to... So, I yeah. mean, so for me, right, it, uh, to, to start off, it's uh, we didn't really know who we were or what we were doing, <laughs> really. So exactly. we met in college. And then the, I, 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 I played music and Rakesh got interested and said, look, why don't we get a third guy in to play the guitar? So Rakesh plays the drums. And then that's how we met uh, the, the lead guitarist, rhythm guitarist and bassist. So uh, it all started with just having fun playing songs. And uh, mostly, but, but I, I had a thing, right? I, sorry, was that a cat? Yeah, that's, what cat. that's, that's the uh, uh, fourth guest of the show. She's, she's, I have no idea where she's. Oh, I was like. hearing cats. Sorry. But <laughs> oh, you guys can hear her, Kafka. Yeah, that's the only I pussy you're gonna get on the show, man. Oh. Uh. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, like um. Anyway, so 
we were playing uh, more, you know, like just performing in random uh, places uh, as as five pieces, as five piece band. And you know what? Like, I call this alternative rock and stuff, but I I really didn't know what we were playing. <laughs> you know, <I> could have, <laughs> like it was anything but metal, maybe you know. So um, it it was I honestly I didn't know what I was really doing. So I don't know. I know like I wanted to be successful in, in the music uh, field, but I don't know how, I don't know what, I don't know, you know, where. So I just You haven't figured out the identity yet, la. Not yet. Yeah. And back then there was no you know, there was YouTube but not much content. It was talking about like two thousand and ten, two thousand eight, so you you don't really have a head start anywhere. Uh, at least for me as a college student back then. Um then so it was just jamming, jamming. And but I made a mistake. I made a lot of mistakes in the sense that I did not build friendships with these people, with my okay. band members. So we were just playing, jamming, but we, we weren't friends after that who hang out around or go for little trips and or have a drinking session. It, it was just jamming time, jamming time. But it wasn't really like building the chemistry among you guys, lah. Yeah. Exactly. Besides, like off studio, there's no friendship really, not much. Okay. Friendship. So I think when Rakesh and I decided to like, okay, this is the time you want to start producing, get serious and uh, release some songs. Uh, naturally, it was very easy for the other band members to leave because now it's no more about playing. It's no more about the whole excitement. It's more of, you know, sit down, computer stuff. It, it was, it was, I, I wasn't too surprised that everybody just found, you know, grew up and it was all settled down or moved away. Um, because I realized that I was so engrossed in, you know, the whole idea of like, um, just, just want to, I, I want to, we need to produce 10 songs and this, 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 that the joy of playing was, was put aside, parked aside, you know, okay. that happened for a very long time. So when we got into the studio, things became simpler in the sense that the music caught, uh, took a more mini, minimal, uh, approach. So it was more uh minimal edm and this and that it was not the you know the the grunge or whatever uh analog recording it was all just digital 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 um and that after a while right if you're not very careful you'd be more of a keyboard musician more oh, okay. than a musician um and so that kind of crippled me in a lot of uh, artistic ways um or the sheer joy of playing really and the habit of just being in the studio for countless hours just to get a track out. Uh, so we're more of a factory based more and we became less of musicians. And yeah. by the time we know, and then when, you know, Rakesh had those, uh, you know, uh, moments where he lost his sister and all that, that I think was uh, more of a wake up moment. Like, Hey, what are you guys doing? Who you are really? Like, if you call yourself musicians, then what the fuck are you, aren't you playing? Like, why are you so engrossed in just, thinking of what people, how people like you, what, what the trend is or what kind of music they may like. Like, why don't you fucking figure out first what you're playing, you know, what okay. you're playing, you know? So that was like a wake up call for the both of us, really. Yeah, cool. Because uh, one of the reasons why I'm asking you that is uh, the change of genre. I mean, reinventing is one thing. Uh, <clears throat> the last time I ever uh, came across something similar to this was uh, way back then, which you're talking about Prodigy. Prodigy actually started off as a live band and so on, and then moving on to the, the dance track and write that monorail from alternative, choosing a different genre altogether. The, the is is actually a huge step. Is it, how did that actually get into that choosing the different genre altogether compared to? I know you guys didn't really focus on uh, much of the band days and so on, but to choose another genre altogether, why why this side of it? Why this particular genre? I think uh, I think we just got younger in in a sense. Oh, okay. That, yeah, just wanted to like yeah. hey, the 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 songs they're playing in the clubs are cool, man. Like get getting the groove on, and you're like you know just feeling really exuberant and youthful, okay. You know, you're getting more so natural. Somehow, it just translated into the kind of music we produce, like more just catchy beats, more simpler, you know, more hooks. Uh, you know, faster BPMs. Okay, you know. okay. So, so somehow the rock and alternative kind of slowed things down. We, you know, kind of, it, it took too much to have fun. You know, okay. Uh, you come up with, with an electronic track in two minutes, and then bam, you 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 smash it out. You you put a limiter on it. You blast it through the ceiling. You feel so like, wow, I made great music. You know, so 
<laughs> which, which is pretty much the uh, the trend, or rather the uh, feel right now, the vibe that's going on. Yeah. And uh, I, I think you also have a passion for uh, out of film, or rather the music soundtrack, creating those kind of stuff also, right? So I think that's also a booster for you. Because you did one for what? A trial just for the fun of it for Game of Thrones, right? Oh, oh wow. Okay, thank you for checking that out. That was just a personal hobby thing. <laughs> okay, which is, which is pretty fine. And uh, uh, also, uh, because all these questions and all this leading to uh, this particular track, uh, My Silence is My Fear, it also has, it isn't just about a great track, it isn't about the great beats, it also has a good message behind it, a story, a story behind this whole track. It's also about communication among with people, with your spouse, and so on. And uh, that, how did that adapt into this song? Why did you decide to do that for this particular track? Karazi, you came up with a beat, you came up with the music, and so on. Did you have an expectation on how the lyrics are supposed to sound like, or how you're supposed to add on to this particular track? Or are you just waiting for somebody to just throw in vocals for it? No, I mean, like with the drop and the breaks, there are two different songs entirely, if you think about it. Because the breaks are much more personal, intimate, and mellow. Meanwhile, the drop is just going wild, and then it's synth blaring and euphoric and makes you go crazy and stuff. So when I sent them the the demo and stuff, I wasn't expecting anything but, like, a, how to say, a vocal that was powerful enough to carry the drop of the song, like, enough energy that it doesn't mm -hmm. overcompensate for the drop, but it still is able to give weight to the song. And when Niral sent back his vocals with the first version, goosebumps, pure goosebumps. Yeah, because this oh, is the yeah. kind of tracks that I would love to listen to in a music festival. Yeah, It's like you got to blast it all out. And uh, for the benefit of those listening to this particular podcast, the one of the best ways for you to enjoy it is get a good set of headphones. Plug it in and crank it up as loud as possible. That's where you get to feel the vibe of this particular track. Don't just play it on TV or stream it or Google cast it on TV and listen to it. Have some good sound shit sound system. If you don't have it, pinjam somebody's set or whatever like that. Or put it in your car and crank it up loud because the vibe at this particular track is uh, amazing. It's I'm not just complimenting the track, but it is how I felt when I was listening to this particular track. The vocals, the beats and the meaning, especially I was taken back with the whole uh, storyline behind the song, which is fascinating because these days, a lot of tracks that's being churned out the lyrics is pretty much limited and there's not much stories about it. Whenever you ask an artist, uh, okay, what's the song about? No, nothing. I was just chilling out. I just saw this thing and just wrote something on the, on the track. But in this particular track, you mentioned that it was something to do with communication between partners of not speaking out and, and it also could be used for anybody out there. So what, what made you write this particular song or rather this particular lyrics? Was it personal or was it, was it something general? So the approach I take um, for most for most of my songs is really not is ninety percent not based on what I'm currently experiencing in that moment of time or a scenario. It was always a fictional character that's embodying what I probably feel. Um, so with silence is my fear. Um, I think this song. If I'm not wrong, Shane, it's now we started last November, right? Mm, last yeah, year, Last November. Yep. So, uh, I guess the lyrics uh, in that point of time, I, I don't think I would have been feeling that great. So naturally, I felt that um, since the pandemic uh, started, uh, a lot of things have quieted down. A lot of things have basically silenced. You know, you're you're in your cocoon now. You you've built up these four walls around you and and after a while you realize the silence is growing on you and you know this this quietness this whole uh, no rush no rat race and no chasing and you're just confined to this timeless space and uh, and that brought in an eerie silence so okay. uh, it 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 then i kind of projected it to fictional characters of like if someone had a relationship issue and what could be the most terrible thing that could happen that he is in no control of, you know, okay. something that's not out of his or her actions and yet he can't save the relationship. And I felt like, you know, the lack of communication then if say partner A wants to communicate, wants to, you know, speak out or try to solve an issue in your relationship, but if partner B is not as cooperative and 
there's a lot of silence around their response. There's a lot of like just, well, I don't know, you know, kind of short change answers. That is, uh, that is a tragedy because then you've got nothing to work with. You know, you, you there, there is no real threat to your relationship. Let's say no third party or there's, there's, there's no lies or anything, but something is a drift, something is off. And yet I can't, there's nothing for me to use here to, to sort of think what's wrong with the relationship or what's right, you know. So I believe that communication when, you know, having a bad communicator is one thing, having a bad response is one thing. But what if there's no response at all? I think that's okay. worse. That, that's worse. And is this your theme of uh, monorith itself? Uh, because you've also had a lot of uh, different similar feel on uh, your previous tracks like you were talking about human and uh, all the other side it's a lot of lot about dealing with human emotions you know dealing with other tracks that you've done even the music video that you have created back then was a lot about anger you know how you deal with emotions and communication it all has that similar vibe one to another so is that the theme of mono riff itself okay uh <clears throat> me and uh to be honest like when it comes to <clears throat> so when it comes to silence my fear let's go back to silence my fear uh, there's a part where I figured out all the reasons to leave you but you're right you're messing my head uh, I was I was in love with someone at the time and Ooh. like I mean there is there ladies sorry he's off the market at the moment no no no, no I'm not I'm not <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but the thing is that, the thing is that it kind of like resonates with me well because, like, for neurology, it might be someone that he subjugated, like, okay, that he creates this persona. But at that part, I was like, it feels like, you know, like it's uh, that, that really, that, like, that love or that feeling was not reciprocated. But, like, but then, like, it's like a drug, you know, when it comes to a relationship, like, you know, as much as you want to try to think, like, logically and everything. Uh, I mean, it doesn't work, but you're a drug, you're messing my head and everything. So so that is where that, that phrase of the lyrics came from. But as a whole, when it comes to uh, the, when it comes to Monorif and the, uh, we, we just love to write about relationships and love. And hence why in a period of time, we, uh, Neurology told like, you know what, let's just strip everything off. Like, uh, let's just call, I just want to be as raw as possible. So there is one short period of time where we re rename Monorif as human, if you remember. Okay. Yeah. Because we were like, you know what? We're just too tired of trying to come up with something that is like, that is like pop or pop that's, that might help us to elevate our career in music. And it really, it really drained us up. Like, like, like what I just said, like, I'm, I'm too tired to just be in the studio coming up with songs that, <clears throat> that, has a lot of weight in what we want to be, but not because we want to create something. Okay. So it's like, ah, oh, let's just rename ourselves a human. And then we came out with a few songs and then, uh, but yeah, I mean, the theme of the song, uh, when it comes to writing, uh, like most of the lyrics, Rinaldi writes. So, so like, uh, he, you, Rinaldi, you have to say like, why, why is always about relationship and everything? Well, for me, like, I, it's all about feels. Emotions. Okay. Uh, I, I cannot sit down. If you ask me to sit down and write something, I'll just gibberish. It's just gibberish, you know, just nonsense. And even if a tune comes to my head or lyrics comes to my head, it's a lot of just rubbish. And but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's not. Rare, very rare moments, like mostly <laughs> rubbish. Uh, but but the thing that drives me to to make music or to write is really is is how about I f what how strongly I feel about it. So okay. it could be about love, yes. It could, but it could also be about environment. It also could could it be about uh, a certain, uh, say, like the pandemic we're going through now, a certain theme, a certain uh, uh, unique scenario. So with human, it was more of like I. It was very random actually. I I saw this picture of two girls hugging each other. I mean, Ooh. and I I think they are lesbians, but. Mm. Um, the, the 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 way they were hugging each other was so comforting you know it okay. was so very very comforting There's something very beautiful about that extremely okay. beautiful and i was really touched I was like wow 
it feels like the love is so unconditional. How do you reach this level of unconditional love when we live in a world of full of conditional love? How do we do that? How do we strip everything and just be human? Just love unconditionally. Mm. That's how I tend to carry across other songs as well. And I guess in a way that shapes Monorif as a whole. Nice. Very nice. And for once, I have to thank you guys on there. Uh elaborating something so beautifully so emotionally about love and two ladies being together because every single time i meet up other guys when they talk about two ladies macha check out this category in bonhub that's how it is <laughs> <laughs> for once at least i'm having something decent i mean it is very uh, touching very meaningful uh, and i appreciate that very much things like that should be included more in songs it the expression plays a very important uh, thing in music because for me it's not about how the sound is like it's all about how the music makes you feel both uh, musically and also lyric lyrically um, pardon me lyrically ah oh, my tongue is all jammed up right now sorry about that and uh, Shane now you uh, when it comes to music of course when you started off which is not very long ago you were going under the phase of like say teenager of high schools and so on and now you're taken to another phase you're getting into college in a matter of time you're going to be talking about the working world and has that so far i know i know it's just recently influenced your music wise or the way you look at things because as time goes on music seems to be evolving very fast especially this day and age for you has that actually changed much in the recent months moving on to the next phase of your life i mean it's been the same because i don't know whenever like i think about the time in school and i spent on school itself and music at the same time i'm quite impressed with myself i'm not trying to boost my ego but i don't know <laughs> it just works and i i'm doing the same thing with college because it's all about the pocket play you know like the time you have the gaps in between you have to be smart with where you use it and stuff and the perspective has always been the same it's all about the 10 listeners like from the start like no matter how many streams no matter how many monthly listeners and stuff it's all about the 10 streams that i get those 10 huh? streams are just my friends the the day ones you know But that doesn't seem to show in your Spotify. It's not. It's more like more like ten <laughs> thousand of uh, people streaming over there. And I was yeah, pretty impressed because, me, yeah. So I was pretty impressed because uh, for a newcomer and having that X amount of uh, streams, which is considered amazing, because there's not much of uh, um, thanks to MCO and all this pandemic and so on. There's not much of ca marketing campaigning it, which is able to be done right now. No going out. No live shows. and despite all that yet you managed to hit the x amount of streams which is considered fantastic uh, thumbs up to you is either your music is great or your marketing team who's doing behind the scenes is doing an amazing job on that part and now with this collaboration which i really love because these guys monoriff apart from just the music it's also they have this uh, correct me if i'm wrong you have this mission to inspire people to communicate hence the reason your facebook post and things that you post is a lot about communication and uh, in in a way that if you visit their facebook page it looks like it's a tech ted talk page it's a lot of <laughs> a lot of things i was a bit confused with the very first time when i checked out your facebook page i was like you sure these guys are the music guys or is there some other guys who's actually running the page is that is that is, is that your mission right now okay so uh <laughs> uh we were we were quite we were quite to be honest like i mean if i really want to be like uh, honest like we were quite stuck up with whatever we we were we are doing or we were doing we were like every single post has to be like okay is this the right post to do or is this the right thing to do uh, even when it comes to like music making it's like okay it has to be this it has to be that so like we they they there's one song that we we made once like uh, that was like 2015 It took us at least a year to complete that. A year, right, Nijay? Uh, killing your own. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because like, uh, we want it to be the song. We want it to be perfect. And I feel like as we grow, we realize that, like, uh, uh, I had this, I had this conversation with Nijay, and it's quite, it was, it was, it was, it was quite a great conversation with him because, like. we we realize that we are slowly stripping away all the expectations that we have i'm coming i'm coming uh, i'm coming towards like why are we posting that on facebook right exactly. okay. but like when we slowly disregard all the expectations that we have when we do something 
we we realize that we are getting more and more genuine of what we are doing. So like uh, like before this, uh, Monroe Instagram or Facebook post is more all about okay, how do we do this? How do we engage with these people? Uh, or how do we engage with our fans and everything? Then it's like you know what? Screw that. Like let's just post whatever we feel like and 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 out of that uh, action we realized that we are getting more and more genuine and i feel like people start to like that i feel like yeah, we, uh, we're just interesting in fact like for a person who just visited your social media site uh yes it is at the very start i'll be honest with you at the very start it was a bit confusing but later on there seems to be a message going on from each of every post that you have made over there which is this is a great thing i mean that's at least for me that's how i like to look at it but is that is going to be like that for a while the message mm. is all over the place yeah i can see that yeah well, it's okay because it's it is related to what i do uh, apart from this so i enjoy it i mean that's how i look like look at it uh, cool man cool and uh, of course uh speaking of music also getting back to your music side of it um you've also come up with a brand another single uh Monorif, neck called next to you right yes yeah recently released that that is another amazing track i kind of love that very much i'll put it in the link right here for uh, those who want to check out from the, on the website you please do check that out and uh, how is that coming along? What is that all about? So according to Rakesh, that's like our poppiest song yet. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, So Next to You is actually part of an EP that we're releasing this year. Uh, okay. The EP is called Fantasy. And we have released uh, two singles prior to Next to You, uh, Fantasy and History. History. And we have to uh, one more upcoming single after this called Holiday. That would be the fourth uh, single from, from uh, this EP. So this EP was pretty much experimental and we wanted to, oh, I wouldn't say experimental. It was a good deal that we had funds from uh, Chandana. Oh, cool. Release this EP under Breaking Music. Uh, and we thought that, hey, let's uh, come up with some exciting songs, you know, from scratch. So uh, Next To You was one of it where it's, I don't know, I think it feels a bit young and, you know, it has those dance vibe a bit. So actually, Shane, what do you think about that song? Did you hear it? No, oh, man, I love it. It's like the, how to say, the thing you would hear on the radio, you know, that thing that would go crazy on the radio, you know, yeah. the teenage yeah. summer yeah. thing. Enjoy, yeah, you know, I, that, that was exactly in my head because I was yeah, just visualizing a music video for that. It's like, okay, I'm just gonna imagine a chick with uh, a lady with a, a swimsuit by the beach, you know, chilling yeah. out. That kind of the, the feel good vibe on the track, right? Yeah, oh, wow. okay. yeah, that's that's how it felt for that particular track. Kind of nice. Are you having plans of making a music video for that? Oh, wow, we wish, uh, but it's a big blur now, you know. I think we're gonna yeah. take it slow, like. Let's just get, get this EP out first and uh, maybe why not when things get a little bit more or less strict, we might make a lady and hang out by the beach. <laughs> Wait, just uh, kidding, man. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I hope the ladies I mean, listening out there, is not, I'm not just trying to, you know, just label <laughs> you guys or whatever. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm not being sexist or whatever. It's just, it's a holiday like music video. That's how it works. But speaking of which, these days I've also noticed that uh, music videos have changed a lot. It's no longer about you going out there shooting, get the whole production crew and all. Now it's all about lyrical videos and all that that montages get put together and releasing on that trend, which is happening right now. Are you all jumping on that bandwagon too? Or uh, having plans to do that? No, I'm too old for this, man. You wait to go, okay? If you're old, I'm ancient, man. It's all about. For me, I feel it's all about the filters and the AR and 3Ds and all these interactive uh, uh, visuals. Okay. Because like, if you see Kanye West and have you seen Donda, what he's doing in Donda right now, uh, that is a huge masterpiece. When I saw his like, his performance in uh, in this Mercedes, uh, uh, what do you call it? Studio, studio, uh, stadium. Okay. Where he just like slowly, like he was, he slowly descended uh, from the sky, uh, and I feel like that is where. Uh, as a, a virtual as a, music music video, right? It's a virtual music video. No, that is not virtual. That is like that is like uh, it's more like a visual experience. Like okay. right now, what people want from a band is no no longer like a like a, a normal concert. It has to be 
a new experience. Like it has to be very interactive. A lot of lights, a lot of like a lot of glitters here and there. A lot of interactive AR, augment reality, and so that is where we we are slowly trying to dabble into. Like what do you say? Like we had this conversation uh, before before we start this uh, podcast, is where uh, when when the pandemic hits, like all the event a company is trying to do. Uh, what's that thing called? Virtual uh, events. Virtual, virtual events, but it didn't really, it didn't really kick off, right? It it did kick off, but there's like I don't know, but at the moment it's fifty fifty because you kick it off and then you see you can't go out, so they can't get the clients into the studios, so that made it a little tough for most of them out there. Hmm. So so uh, so like for Monorif, we try to do like some three D AR uh, stickers. If you check in our Instagram. We have this mascot where we, we call it Lisa, so you guys okay. can interact with her and everything. So uh, Lisa plays a huge role in our EP. She's the she's the character that we developed just for the EP. So she's nice. going to be the uh, constant uh, uh, what do you call it mascot throughout all our songs for this EP. Yeah. Nice. nice. That, that is the creature that you see in the next to you cover. Okay, cute, the cute yeah. little thing. Kind of reminds me of the gremlin. You know the cute, the, 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 the cute fluffy one? The one yeah, yeah. No, the not one. the ugly looking ones, you know, the cute ones in front. Wait, the wait, one that came out in McDonald's? Yeah. I did it? I don't know when. I don't know, but this one, this one is cute. I mean, I'm talking the fluffy cuteness sense, not that, that monstery part of it. Uh, Shane, how about you? Are you venturing into something like that? Uh, music videos and all? Because it's it's time for you to step up the game. For music, you have to come up with the visuals and all, right? So, have you ever gotten to it? Darren has any plans for you for that part? I think so. We do like because like down the line, we are planning to do shows. You know, with the entire Karazi brand, it's going to be music, visuals, everything is going to come at you one shot because art is going to emasculate everything. You know, that's what we feel. And working on visuals is going to take a long time, especially to develop unique ones. You know, aside from okay. that, we are using stock footage from now, so. Yeah, just budget issues, lah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have to start something. It's all about no, improvising, man. He, here's something. Say something unique about Karaze. He's an 18 years old without TikTok. What? Exactly. Are you okay? Are you okay? Have you visited the doctor yet? Yeah, I don't what know. are the symptoms, man? Weird, man? TikTok <laughs> is weird. Like, I don't know how people enjoy it, though. I don't know, man. I can't. I just. I, I can't. I tried. I was. I was uh, influenced, or rather, convinced, or persuaded by uh, Roshan Jamrock from Ketan Clan. He said, "Nah, go for TikTok. Go for TikTok." Okay, I opened a TikTok. Maximum I did was two posts, and I just shut it down. I couldn't even bother looking at it again. I don't know how it works. Hey, but but you have to give credit for the TikTokers. I mean. Apart from the crazy, crazy, ridiculous one, there's a lot of creative people on that platform, which is amazing. Are you guys on TikTok? Nirol, Rakesh? We are trying to dabble in it. Like, uh, I'm trying to get my sister to reach me on that. Okay. Uh, it's like, uh, so sometimes we tend to say like, if there's, because like, as we go, like in five years from now, there's going to be a new platform. So we have to like, really uh, Get rid adapt. of our ego to learn. Yeah, adapt. Like, get rid of our ego. Okay. It's like, ah, you know, screw that shit. Like, I, don't I, I, try, I tried to get rid of my ego. I tried it to do all that, whatever. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it, man. Like, it's, just, it's just like, what the hell do you post, man? How do you hell do, what exactly, yeah, exactly do you need to do? I tried, yeah, I, know, I tried. Yeah. I look at those videos, the, one, the creative ones, say, I'm like, how did they even think of that? That's yeah, exactly. simple, but crazy. Yeah, but it, it is hilarious. It is funny. They're very creative, which I love it. Uh, in terms of the advertising side of it, or creative industry, it, it is very useful ideas. You can pick the ideas and use it for ads. Even pick some of the ideas and create a music video all, all out of it with the trending ones. But uh, to get into it and to start it off, the first one you want to release, I don't know, man. I just, I sucked at it miserably. I can't. And I doubt I'll ever go back there again. <laughs> but anyway. It's good news for us musicians, you know why? Because... TikTok, TikTok has shown us that great stuff can come simple. So if you want to make cool music videos, you don't need like an expensive camera. I think the best look exactly. out there. You've yeah. got a room, you've got a good idea. It's all you need. It's all about yeah. being creative. That's all. That's exactly. all. Because with technology these days, we kind of, thanks to the so-called one pass one year, we kind of uh, gotten used to a lot of things. Our expectations have changed tremendously. No more that 
super, I got to spend million dollars to make one video. I got to do this. I got to get production crew. Now everybody's like, even, even producing music has become so much easier from your bedroom itself with the technology which is available, which is, which is a good thing anyway. But anyway, guys, sorry, sorry, you're saying? Don't you think it's kind of condescending? Like sometimes, you know, you put a lot of effort into one content or one music, but then a girl who just stares at the, you know, stares at the camera and just like smiling that gets like 1 million views. Like what the hell, dude? I personally am not a fan of viewers. I seriously, I do not care about viewers. Uh, okay. I find the best materials always come out with the ones with the least viewers. Hmm. If you notice, especially when it comes to music, if you pay close attention, if you go and visit all the YouTube videos and so on, you just randomly pick the lowest view track and you'll find so much of quality and uh, the good shit, like the good stuff in those kind of videos. So I try and tend to pay attention to those kind of details. Because let's put it this way, like it's, it's all about the trend of numbers. People are so so worried about, oh, I, have, I need to have X amount of followers. But end of the day, it's, it's quality versus quantity. That's what's going on right now. So I don't really, uh, on a personal note, I don't. But for marketing aspect of it, or rather making money, you need that figures. Huh? So you got to work on that part of it. So that's how I like to look at it. Because Thank you. When Thank, you, Thank you so yeah, much. Because when you, and I don't have need, need that pressure to increase the followers. In fact, I can start decreasing them. You, <laughs> you, be you know, you'll be surprised. A lot of the artists, I'm not going to name uh, give names, but a lot of the unique ones who made it on a bigger level, a bigger stage of different parts of the world were actually the ones with the lowest figure on the social oh, media really? and following and views. A lot of them. You'd be surprised if you do a little homework. You just see all the guys who made it on the bigger level. They were just discovered randomly. Okay. They were not following trends. They were doing their own thing. They didn't have much of a following. They didn't have much views on the YouTube or Instagram or whatever you want to call it. And all of a sudden, they were picked up by these group of uh, talent seekers and something like that. And they started grooming them and started bringing them out to the market, which, poof, all of a sudden, they grew big. Some of the local artists also had the same thing. I'm not going to mention names. I don't want to mention names because then I don't want to be sued for that. I don't want that all to come on board. But a lot of the cases, it's, like, it's all about talent. When you're good, trust me, people will discover you. That's, that's how I believe. I'm a strong believer of that. Because when you follow trend too much, when you follow the so-called marketing aspect of it, what's going to happen is if the trend changes and you don't keep up with the next phase, you're doomed. You yesterday's story. Doing, so that's a, you're just doing IT. La. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you've been in the business for, well, what, more than 10 years and so on. You've seen artists come and go, right? Everyone is popular for yeah. one time. But when the trend changes, they couldn't keep up with it and everything died off. But the ones who are still, till today, uh, who's churning out music, is still making music, are the guys who did not follow trend. They kept it real all the way. Till today, they're still standing. So that's how I like to look at it. So the, 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 the summary is that you have to keep it real all the time. Uh, well, keep it real, yes. But of course, like some part, a certain part of it for the marketing purpose, you might need to do that. That's how I look at it. But this, please don't quote me. This is my just my personal opinion over the whole thing. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but uh, I have my own take on this whole thing. Anyway, guys. So before we wrap things up, uh, what's next for you guys? Shane, what's up with you? What's new? What's what's coming up next? And I where are you headed to? Together with a California singer, her name oh. is Ray Alone. We have a new Ooh. single called "Get It Right," which is coming out this month. And it's by far the most different track. I say this for every single song, but it's by far the coolest <laughs> one yet. So yeah, I'm excited to put it up. Nice. Nice, nice. And for you guys, Mono Riff, what's up with you guys? Uh, next to you, of course, is the new one. And anything else in, the, uh, in terms of music? We are coming up with, uh, like, like what have, uh, like what Inology mentioned, we're going to come up with a new single, Holiday. But okay. uh, but please do like uh, keep in touch because we're gonna come up with an EP. It's called Fantasy, and there's gonna be awesome. like five tracks in it. And I think enough of you might like it. I love it. I love. I love all the stuff that I've heard on uh, Spotify, and of course, like I said, uh, knowing knowing about you guys for a very long time, and finally I get a chance to chat with y'all. I consider it to be a big privilege. Thank you very much for coming on board. Thank you so much, man. 
Shane, it's always been a pleasure. You're no longer a guest on this show. You are family already. It's your one, second or third one, which is it's, it's wow. great for me. I've seen this guy from the very first single till this very day, how he has moved on. And uh, what's to come is going to be amazing. I'm very sure about that. Same goes to you guys. Uh, this new identity, new feel, new vibe. I'm loving it, man. So for those who tune in there, who's tuning in right now, uh, please do check them out. The track's available on Spotify. Um, they do have some videos also are available. Follow them on Instagram. Don't get confused on the Facebook page. They have a reason why they have those posts out there. Find out about that. Get in touch with them. And uh, is there anything else you guys want to add on before I wrap things up? Stay safe, guys. Rakesh? Uh, my cat is just sleeping still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, Shane, anything else before I wrap it up? I just push buttons. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> that's that's what we're going to end it with. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man. Cool. <laughs> anyway, thank you. You. Before before you leave, do you know how much he, do you know, do you know what he got for his SPM? Oh yeah, yeah. I was supposed oh, to no. ask you that. <laughs> I said I was supposed to be that Malaysian who does Ooh. that. What your son got for SPM, huh? He passed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I was supposed to do that at the very start of the show. I was planning to do that. Thank you so much, Rakesh, for reminding me. How are you got how many A's, huh? Oh, you pass, huh? <laughs> 5A plus 3As and 1B. He's that smart, dude. You just made me look like, like an idiot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what I got. Dude, with all that music and all the time, you still manage to get A's. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, man. <laughs> this oh, is you're talking about all his headphones and, you know, classes, jumping headphones. Like, oh, like, man. The next minute you know he'll be calling himself Dr. Shane and then I still produce music. <laughs> you never know, man. You never so you uh, sorry, uh, before I forget, you're pursuing in college, right? You're getting you got yourself into college right now? What are you yeah. majoring in? Uh it's just the foundation in science. It's a pre U program for one year. And what are you planning to do after that? I have no idea. That's okay. the one year. It's considered a gap year, I guess, for me to decide on what I want to do. Okay. Uh, all right, Dr. Shane, it's nice chatting with you. And <laughs> Rakesh, thank you so much. It's been a great pleasure chatting with you guys. It was fun, and I wish you all the best in your music. And once again, for those who haven't checked it out yet, please, please, please do check out the music. Amazing tracks. Uh, Silent is, Silence is My Fear is the latest track, a collaboration between both of them. And also, please do check out the individual pages on Spotify. The tracks are fantastic. It is something that you're going to fall in love or maybe do what I did. Put the tracks on loop. That's what you're going to do, man. So it's time for me to say adios. Nav, out of here. Thank you very much, guys.